0: Hello folks, I'm John Myrie and welcome to the Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. On this week's show, we have reports and tips for you from Ken Melender down at Hayward Bait and Bottle. And then we talk with fishing guides Kyle Sorensen and also with fishing guide Chuck Roll. Lots to cover on this week's show, all coming up right after these messages.
1: Find your perfect Can-Am ATV or side-by-side at Hayward Power Sports. The all-new 2023 Can-Am Outlander ATVs were redesigned with the rider in mind for unmatched fun and value. Get the woods or trails with models starting at $5,999. Plus, for a limited time, take advantage of a $500 rebate or 2.99% financing on select models. Looking for a side-by-side? The Can-Am Defender is the perfect utility side-by-side that's extra tough on the worksite, the ranch, or wherever you need to get the job done. Feel the adrenaline surge in the high-performance Can-Am Maverick, or get the best of work and play with the ultimate crossover, the Can-Am Commander. Claim the side-by-sides that fit your needs today and enjoy financing as low as 1.99% for 36 months on select models. Make every hunt a success, every trail ride an excitement-filled adventure, and make light work of your heavy-duty jobs. All with a brand-new Can-Am off-road vehicle from Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77. Offer subject to credit approval, dealer for details.
2: Riding along in my automobile.
3: Bumping into things unexpectedly? Make your first choice for collision repair. Ernie's Auto Body, featuring the most advanced collision repair facility in northwest Wisconsin. With a state-of-the-art art spray bake-down draft paint booth for that better-than-new finish, laser technology for precision frame alignment, loaner cars available, computerized estimates, written guarantees, and documented unmatched customer service, the clear choice is Ernie's Auto Body, south of Hayward on Highway 63 and Nursery Road, where quality is no accident.
0: Lynn's Custom Meats and Catering welcomes you to stop by for their great lunch menu, and while you're there, Lynn's also has a great selection of custom cut meats and sausages, as well as many varieties of snack sticks jerky, fresh cheese curds, and much more. Linz is open Mondays through Fridays from 9 to 5.30 and 9 to 4 on Saturdays. Lins Custom Meats and Catering in Hayward.
2: Today, anglers fish longer.
3: Today, anglers fish harder. Today, anglers rely more than ever on their electronics. It all comes down to catching more fish. And today, anglers rely on Amped Outdoors lithium batteries, period. Visit AmpedOutdoors.com today to power your outdoor experience.
0: We're recording this week's show down at Hayward Bait Mall, talking to Ken down here. And Ken, i uh, had you on the show. I haven't had you on the show here for a little while. It's been Jared on here. Yep. Anyway, as far as the ice fishing, uh, we've got lakes that have ice, we have lakes that don't have ice. Or, or they've all got a little bit of ice, but I mean fishable ice.
2: Yeah, uh, boy, I'll tell you, grindstone, uh, lacoutre, sand lake, and some of them whitefish, those? You better be real careful on even going in the bays right now. You know, you know, but we've got uh, quite a few inches of ice on a few places, right? Yeah, zero to seven. So some of the smaller lakes and even uh, Nelson's got seven inches in a lot of bays. And,
0: and I've had reports that it's almost like first ice walleye fishing too because the the
2: walleyes are still up shallow in a lot of lakes. It, it is, it is. Um, a lot of reports, four to 12 feet. A lot, a lot of anglers, you know, coming in, they're saying... Okay, we can't catch no walleyes, but they move the tip up shallow in the weeds to catch northern, they catching walleyes. Well,
0: a little everything's up there, and that's because you still have green weeds up there, and you know, and except the crappies. The crappies seem to be that a little bit slow from what I'm hearing, except on a couple places
2: like the Chippewa Flowage and maybe Nelson. Well, this time of year, once you get that full moon and dark moon, the crappies will move out to the deep water basin regardless of the light penetration and uh, feed on that insect life that's coming out of the muck and if you don't
0: have a lake that's shallow enough for that deep water basin that's actually shallow enough to get it froze up you've got uh, probably not enough ice out there
2: yeah you, you need to find a shallow bay that that has um muck in the bay that you can have access to on the, on the deep water edge of the weed line and that's probably your best bet you know and guys are after the, the panfish out there bluegills they'll be around the weed jet.
0: Uh, there's some bass fishing out there. Actually, there a few guys get get some smallmouth in the wintertime through the
2: ice for the first part of the winter anyhow, right? Yep. We've heard that. And there have been some five, six-pound largemouth caught, too. So, you know, those are fun to catch, too. And northern
0: pike. we got a ton of northerns out there, uh, you know, and they're actually asking people to take some out, like in the
2: Chippewa Flowage and that, that tiger cat chain and a couple other places. Well, they taste a lot better when the water's cold than they do, let's say, in late July, August. and And... So it takes a couple extra cuts to get them wide bones out. You know, talk about a couple other things here.
0: I mean, as far as the ice fishing goes, we're going to have more ice. We're getting cold weather moving in here, and we always do by mid-January. Anyhow, they're going to start developing more ice. The ice fishing conditions will actually get a lot better out there, I think.
2: I think t- 10 days from now, you- you're going to see a lot of snowmobiles. If we have the snow getting out in- on, the- on the ice, but a lot of four-wheelers will be able to get out. As far
0: as the people getting out, if they're looking for you know ice shacks, gear, everything else, you got most
2: of that stuff down here yeah yeah we actually have quite of quite a few hubs and some sleds that a guy could pull out and even put behind a four-wheeler or sled you know you don't have to have a machine to get
0: out there because there's a lot of places here in the hayward area that you can access some pretty good fishing water just walking out without a big distance
2: yeah there's a lot of smaller lakes and even some of the bigger lakes once they get firmed up out in the middle then y- you can access some of the bays too
0: and ken i know you guys are actually after we got past the first year here you're starting to gear up for the open water stuff already i mean you've seen all the product you're getting some of the product in already so people want to not only ice fishing equipment and shacks and augers and stuff but you know, if they can take a look at some of the new lures, a uh, big, big display of Rapala stuff here this year.
2: Yeah. So, since COVID, you, you know, it's like first come, first serve. So, we, we tried this year to have everything shipped as early as we could so that we could have the product for the anglers, you know, especially on the new stuff that came out, you know, because last year we couldn't even get some of the stuff. So, this year we're a little more aggressive on buying. So, we're getting as much product as we can fit in the store on our spring set. So if you're looking out front, you see some marketing and, you know, We'll have that product here.
0: I know I've already picked up a couple things myself that I was looking for. Uh, I know one of them, Berkeley, has that big swim shad that uh, you could only buy in Europe. You got it here. Yep, and then uh, we bought the full line of stunners in, too, this year. Lots of interesting stuff here, Ken. I want to thank you for coming on here. And if somebody wants fishing information on the Hayward area here, you can just stop by the store. You guys will point them in the right direction.
2: Um, We'll do the best we can. You know, they are always... Wish you knew lake and some secrets and but we try to communicate with the customers and the ones that share you know we'll share your conditions and stuff but not necessarily their exact spot
0: <laughs> well yeah that's a, that's a trade secret for all the guys do is that you know it's a wishy knew lake <laughs>
2: yeah yeah i i've told that to a few customers and it brings a smile to their face yeah well thanks as i can for taking the time here with our listeners all right well thanks for stopping in john well folks you know
0: we need to take a break right now and hear from some of the fine sponsors that make this show possible every week when we come back we'll be talking to hayward area fishing guide kyle Sorensen about winter projects and a lot more so stay tuned we'll be back right after these messages. hunters and anglers hayward bait and bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop in hayward they have a huge selection of ice fishing gear including portable shelters, power augers, electronics, beaver dam tip-ups, ice rods, and just about anything you'll need for ice fishing. They also have archery supplies, bows, crossbows, muzzle loaders, ammo, and much more to help you enjoy the outdoors. While you're there, check out the bottle shop for a full selection of beer, wine, and liquor too. Hayward Bait and Bottle is your one-stop sport and bottle shop.
1: The Hayward Lakes Visitors and Convention Bureau in Sawyer County, Wisconsin welcomes you to our Northwoods hometown. No matter the season, no matter the activity, you'll always be surrounded by our great outdoors. What more could you ask for in a vacation destination? Woods, waters, world-class events. Contact us for information on lodging, dining, attractions, events, trail conditions and more. Order your free vacation guide and start planning your getaway today. Visit us at haywardlakes.com or call 1-800-724-2992. Get
4: the deal of a lifetime on a new Lund from Hayward Power Sports. Truth is, our 2023s arrived late and we missed out on early season sales. So we have a huge inventory of them, but desperately need to make room for the 2024s. It's the perfect storm for incredible deals. From the entry-level Lund Adventure to the awesome Lund Impact XS, and everything in between. They're all rigged with mercury outboards and offered at blow-all prices. Get your new Lund at Hayward Power Sports, just 10 minutes east of Hayward on Highway 77.
0: Welcome back to another segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And this part of the show is brought to you by the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau. For more information on lodging and vacationing here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out their website at haywardlakes.com. Well, folks, you know, I had the chance the other night to talk on the phone to Hayward Area Fishing Guide, Kyle Sorensen, and we talked about some winter projects, getting ready for open water, and even some early open water fishing opportunities. Kyle, uh, good to have you on here. Uh, we're getting in the middle of the winter here, and uh, not much of a winter this year. Uh, just a lot, Not a lot of ice out there, but, uh, you know, just start thinking about uh, next open water already, I think, uh, basically. If we can't get out and snowmobiling, and we can't get out on some of the lakes ice fishing, start thinking about. Getting the boat ready for open water again.
1: Yeah.
4: Hey, thanks for having me on, John. And that's that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm not a not a huge ice fisherman, so this time of the year is where I kind of recover all my you know stuff I've broken over the year and, and start stocking stuff up and organizing for the coming season. um I do a lot of pouring jigs and and making my own tackle and and just trying to be as ready as possible when it is, when the lakes do thaw out.
0: You know, making your own jigs is not that hard a deal either, is it?
4: No, it's real simple actually. Um, I basically, uh, I started getting some, some jig molds and a little melting pot and basically just started watching YouTube videos. It's real simple. I use a lot of do it mold stuff and they pretty much have everything on their site to make all kinds of stuff.
0: You know, I got a whole raft of that, too, because I actually made a lot of jigs and stuff to sell years ago. And, you know, you can do all so many things with it you, as far as your paint jobs and everything else. But I know you did a lot tying hair jigs, which is, seem to be coming back really strong. A lot of people starting to use them again.
4: Yeah, they're definitely trending. And, you know, they've always worked great for smallmouth and, and crappies and, and a number of things. But they are definitely getting to be more trendy, especially in cold water when you need a real finesse Presentation that you can move real slow, bucktail hair jigs or marabou hair jigs just have that nice natural movement, and it can they can be deadly. You know, it's it's not an everyday thing, but when they're on, they're a force to be reckoned with.
0: Well, it's kind of like the flies, you know, with the fly fish and uh, The flies have got that real subtle movement to them, and that that you know fibers and stuff in the fly, and you get the same thing with the with the hair jig.
4: Absolutely, and for me, you know, it's just it's an awesome feeling. You know, tying the jig, pouring the lead-headed jig, tying the jig up, painting it—the whole process—and then catching fish on it. You know, I I just love that.
0: You know, and I'm gonna be doing the same thing this winter. I do every winter. You know, got all the fishing gear to go through. Especially if you're a fishing guide, you got you know lots of more gear than most people have you got to go through that and make sure you got everything ready to go and, and and this is not something that happens over a week period of time you know and the other thing you know we're looking at is is getting the boats ready i mean you can if you got a nice warm place to work on your boat uh, there's a lot of things i mean, like my boat i'm going to be rigging up everything this year with all amped outdoors lithium battery power and that's going to take a bunch of rewiring and doing stuff
4: yeah that's uh it's definitely something that's it's good to tackle it in the winter when there's nothing else to do and and like you said those lithium batteries that's going to be a heck of an upgrade you know with the weight weight reduction and just being able to fish longer right
0: well, you know, and I did actually go to lithium this last year, and just to power, I was actually powering a, a Helix 12 and a Garmin 106 10-inch Garmin and the LiveScope system off a 60-amp hour amped outdoors battery, and that thing would run all day long and, and still have, you reading like 13.1 volts on it, it's, it's max power where... You know, my just a Helix 8 pulling power off a 100 amp hour battery in the back of the boat, it was down to 10.8 volts in, in four or five hours. So it's a big difference in how they perform, especially if you got a good quality battery. And I know the amped outdoors uh, really makes it really good stuff.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I've heard heard great things about them. I have yet to make the the leap into lithium, but I'm definitely getting close to it you bet. because, uh, you know, I've noticed as you get more graphs running live scope or mega live or whatever you're using those those modules use a lot of voltage and uh yeah it's it's definitely trending that way
0: it's just a better setup but you know you got that to go on the boat you got that to go through and if you haven't went through your wheel bearings that you if you got it out in the winter time you can go through that stuff there's just so many things that we can spend time on in the evenings or after work or if you're working full-time or whatever and go out in the shop out there if you've got a nice garage you can work in and you can build tackle you can work on the boat you can there's a million things you can do to just try to get stuff ready for open water which really is not all that far off especially if you want to hook up to the boat and trailer a little ways
4: yeah you know it's whether you're fishing the mississippi river or you know the fox river down into pier typically in march there's some pretty good open water opportunities so it's it's not far away but one thing that uh that I spend a lot of time doing is, is just getting new line on all my setups, you know, between trolling, whether it's walleye trolling, um, salmon trolling, all the jigging rods, stuff like that. I got a bunch of rods and it takes a long time to get all those, you know, relined and new fluorocarbon leaders. And especially with musky fishing, that's just such a crucial thing. You don't want to have a line failure um, when you hook that, that fish
0: you've been after you bet you know and that's a a thing that we can avoid a lot nowadays with some of the super braid lines we've got where we don't have the line failure like we used to have but you still have to, if you got fluorocarbon leaders tied onto your walleye rods, make sure that you p- replace that leader, because that can get nicked up, and you know, you're you not between your braided line and, and the fluorocarbon. That can get wore down, too. So there's just a lot of things, and, and it's not just one line anymore. I mean, you know, some guys fish strictly one type of line, but different lines have different applications.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely, I got a couple, couple staples that I'm sticking to, but, You know, pretty much all mono on my trolling setups, all fluorocarbon. Well, not all fluorocarbon, some braid and some fluorocarbon on my uh, on my jerkbait rods and whether it's snap jigging or, or or whatever. Getting all that done in the winter is just such a huge time saver.
0: You well, you know, when you take time to think about different lines, like I mentioned, different lines, I mean, fluorocarbon, for one, that sinks compared to monofilament. So there's a difference there, but it depends on the presentation that you're going to be using. But I, I personally tie on a fluorocarbon leader on majority of the spinning rods I've got, and then I'll run braided line on them it's just simply for the wear factor on it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And, and just the sense of feeling you get through these super braids is, is so good. You know, let's talk a little bit about some of the
0: winter open water fishing a person can get into if they just can't stand to sit in the shop all the time and they want to drive a little ways. You mentioned the Mississippi River. You know, I grew up down in southern Minnesota. Your dad did, too. And that river is a fabulous fishery down there. And, and, and once we get into March, in, it, especially in March for sure, which is not that many weeks away now, there's some really good fishing down there in that river. And it's not that far to trailer down there.
4: No. Nope. I would say two, two and a half hours, you can get to some really good walleye fishing. And uh, guys have been walleye fishing up until maybe a week ago down there in their boats. And I'm sure they'll be doing it again in in maybe a month or two, um, whether it's the Alma Dam or the Red Wing Dam is a real popular one. Um, but yeah, fishing blade baits and like we were talking about, hair jigs are real popular early in the year some live bait fishing there's there's just tons of opportunities and sometimes it
0: can get a little crowded down there especially right below the lock and dams
4: yeah that's one thing that if if the weather's warm and it's early in the year there's a lot of guys that are going to want to get out there but you can you can escape the crowds by doing a couple things one fishing at night which i really like to do and uh two, trying to fish during the week
0: yeah it also you know look for other locations too because you've got wing dams and stuff just downstream from the locking and dams and there'll be fish on a lot of that stuff they'd all move up to get to the
4: dam right no that's that's absolutely true especially um earlier when you when f- people are first starting to get down there not all the fish are concentrated up by the dam use your electronics check stuff up downstream Look for I like to fish the shorelines really anytime there's a little point coming off or any kind of obstruction that creates an eddy usually is holding some walleyes whether it's a wing dam or a, or a, a sunken tree or or what have you but you, a lot of it you can see with your eyes and some of it you'll have to have to use your electronics for but a lot of good opportunities there.
0: You know, another thing I know you do a lot, and it's a little farther drive, but uh, all along Lake Michigan, you've got some really good trout, salmon fishing, steelhead fishing and stuff as we get into the spring or or the late part of the winter here too, right?
4: Yeah, all the Lake Michigan tributaries are open year-round, all the way from basically Kenosha north up through, I don't know, maybe Manitowoc. There's all kinds of rivers that are, that are worth fishing. Um, I know the Milwaukee is real popular. The R- River in Racine is real popular. They get great runs of steelhead, brown trout. Um, there may even still be a few cohos swimming around from this fall's run. But uh, the big thing I would say is the steelhead coming in, and, and that's, uh, it really is a blast.
0: You know, and uh, you spent a lot of time down there doing that, so you are gotten pretty darn good at it from some of the pictures I see you post online from it. Uh, you know, and it's not something, it's something you can actually go, like you'd mentioned, online, going online and going to YouTube, and you can pick up a lot of information on what to do and how to do it on that.
4: Yeah, absolutely. You can, you can pretty quickly learn how to do it looking online or, you know, even if you get down there, talk to other anglers and, and be friendly with people and, and most people are willing to open up about what's been working, whether it's a, a color or a size of, of spawn sack or, you know, maybe spinners are working or spoons. And there's there's a lot of friendly people out there that are that are willing to help. But I would say a great starting point is uh, just a medium light spinning rod with a fluorocarbon leader, maybe 15-pound braid, and uh, a number four spinner. It's casting that spinner across current facing downstream and swinging it across, trying to get it nice and down deep, um, you're definitely going to catch steelhead and brown trout doing that.
0: Not all about fly fishing for them then either. Trout and salmon, uh, I used to do, catch a lot of them down in southern Minnesota just on the spinning rods.
4: Yeah, you know, fly fishing's fun, and it's uh, its definitely a worthwhile technique, but you don't need anything different than than your normal walleye jigging rod and you know a handful uh, of number four Vibrax spinners you know you don't have to you don't have to get fancy with it right away.
0: Well Kyle, a lot of good information there. Um, you want to give out some guide information Somebody's looking to you looking for a guide bookie for a guide for next year or open water?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I got a ton of availability um, in the month of June I know. I know I've still got some time in May. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, my website is sorensenoutdoors.com. Otherwise, you can reach out on Facebook or Instagram or whatever um, at Kyle Sorensen or Sorensen Fishing. Well, Kyle,
0: I, want to pre- I appreciate you coming on here, and thank you for taking the time with the people out here that uh, listen to the show on the podcast. Thanks a bunch, John. Well, folks, you know, we need to take you another break and hear from even more of the fine sponsors that bring this show to you every week. When we come back, we'll be talking ice fishing with Hayward Area Fishing Guide Chuck Roll. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Hey folks, come on over to Hayward Ace Hardware and check out the area's largest selection of firearms, ammo, and accessories. We carry top brands like Browning and Sig Sawyer, and we have a great selection of the newest and hard-to-find models. We've got a large selection of ammo with more coming in daily. If you need a scope, we carry great brands like Leupold, Hawk, and Eotech, and we'll even mount it and sight it for you, too. We even sell suppressors and silencers. And don't forget to check out our Guns of the Week. Huge discounts on a variety of pistols, rifles, and shotguns that change every week. So stop on in to Hayward Ace Hardware, your firearm superstore. Hayward Ace Hardware, Highway 63 North in Hayward, or give us a call at 715-634-8700.
3: Hayward Animal Hospital is a full-service medical and surgical hospital featuring on-site laboratory, digital and dental x-ray, in-house pharmacy, and online store. Dr. Ostrander has 40 years of experience dealing with illnesses, injuries, surgery, and dentistry. Hayward Animal Hospital offers urgent care appointments and emergency surgery daily. Please call early in the day for these appointments. They open at 8 a.m. Hayward Animal Hospital is located one mile east of Hayward on Highway B. Call 715-634-8971.
0: If you'd like to have your time fishing be more enjoyable and productive, hiring a fishing guide can be a good investment. Whether it's learning more about fish patterns throughout the year, learning how to use your depth finder to find the best spots and fish, learn how to use that GPS to get the most out of it, or learn better boat control, a day on the water with a guide can really help you to be a better angler as well as make a day on the lake very enjoyable. To book a guide trip this year or get more information, you can find us on the Internet at www.wiscnorthlandoutdoors.com and then just click on Area Guides. Welcome back to the last segment of this week's Wisconsin Northland Outdoors. And, folks, the other night I had a chance to talk to Hayward Area fishing guy Chuck Roll about ice fishing and ice conditions out there and a lot more. Chuck, good to have you on the show here. I haven't had you on for a little while. Hey, John. Good to be back. You know, this has been a weird winter so far. It's probably the the most mildest winter I've ever seen since I've been up here in 40-some years, Uh, at least with the amount of ice on the lakes. We don't have a lot of ice out there, but we're just now, as we're recording this, starting to get enough ice, guys are getting out on some of the lakes.
3: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I was uh, just taking a look around today, actually, and just doing some scouting, and now there's some snow on the ice where you can see tracks and stuff. And I have not seen a lot of ATV traffic, but I did see a couple tvs going
0: out well you know and you know i've had reports that it's almost like first ice conditions out there they're still getting walleyes after the first year which it usually slowed down by then they were getting walleyes out here in as we went into january on the lakes they could get out on
3: oh uh, yeah i totally believe that i mean why would the fish know that as long as the ice is thin and uh, it should be still an early ice sort of bite in a way
0: you know and panfish action should be really good i think we're going to see the best ice fishing this year are going to be from the middle of january on and who knows how late the ice is going to run this year
3: yeah well it's uh it's going to be thin ice all year long but it's still early and we're going to have a good cold snap coming up this next week i figure we're going to have somewhere probably Two to four more inches added on by the end of next week, just because it's going to be in some single digits and a little bit below zero, even so to get that ice going.
0: Well, you were January and getting into February is always pretty good pan fishing, too, though, isn't it?
3: Oh, yeah, yep. Um, actually, I don't mind as long as you're just kind of do your homework and get the patterns down. I don't mind even the end of February for anything, I, even walleye. I, I find that time
0: of year you know and for the guys that are out there ice fishing and they want some fish to eat uh let's uh, kind of talk a about northern pike we've got northern pike in just about every lake up here now and in fact on some lakes uh, dnrs and the lake associations are wanting people to take their paper rather than throw them all back if they catch them and yeah, they're really good at eating fish i mean it's it, it's and they're a lot more plentiful than just focusing on walleye, for instance
3: oh definitely yeah uh, i uh i won't even like think about taking a guide trip for just walleyes without mixing in northern somehow because that way you can have action all day long and through the daytime hours and then maybe pick up a walleye while you're doing that until evening comes because walleyes generally are you know the good bite is half hour before day you know before evening or after daybreak
0: you see any difference in the pike location in the winter as the winter goes on
3: i just look for the best weeds i can find and uh the healthiest, uh, most alive weeds seem to attract them, and I will go. I actually will go shallower than uh, than most people, and and try that. So if I'm if I'm working six, eight foot of water. I have no problem putting a tip-up up up in two to three foot of water just to see, and a lot of times it surprises me.
0: I think they could be in the whole water column, actually, the water's the same temperature. I'm wondering if the bigger ones, a lot of times I seem to have the bigger ones out off that deeper edge, that deeper weed line out there, then they do this, this. But there's a piker everywhere out there. They're in the shallows and the deep, I think, completely... Yeah, you can't go wrong, and I think the biggest mistake people make is they set their tip ups too too low. A lot of times, you're better off to set them even right under the ice. Sometimes.
3: Uh yeah. If you're uh, aiming for just northerns, that's definitely not a bad idea. Um, I seem to go about a foot to two foot off the bottom, just because bass and the walleyes also are still, uh, you know, catchable. And usually, it, it takes a little bit closer to the bottom for those two fish to catch, but. Northerns, yes, you can go definitely just right underneath the ice. And especially in deep water, you can even do that.
0: Hey, Chuck, uh, you know we're going to be looking at open water here come spring, and I know you're guiding out there. Anybody wants information on your guide service, how do they get a hold of you?
3: Uh, it's uh, just Chuck Rolls Guide Service, uh, phone number 715 699 nine20. Four or
0: five. Well, Chuck, I want to thank you for taking the time with our listeners out here and interesting information. That's just a winter. That's uh, the non-winter, I guess we could call that. So yeah, far, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, there's some positives about it. um We're not getting the ice that we want fast, but also the deer and and everything's actually getting a break from the harsh winter we had last year. So <laughs> we're still bouncing back. A lot of a and lot that- of things that happened last year uh, we need to, you know just build them back up
0: well that last winter was terribly hard on the critters out there i think
3: yeah i even found lakes that don't have fish in them any longer and i think that winter kill probably happened and that's just going to be um those lakes are just going to have to rebuild themselves and they will but it'll bet- take a little while
0: well thanks again chuck for taking the time here
3: yep you betcha you, john we'll talk to you later
0: Well, folks, you know, we're about out of time for this week's show. I'd like to remind everyone out there that if you miss a show, go to our website at wnoradio.com. From there, you can link to our podcast site, and the show is also on Spotify and Google Podcasts every week. And also, if you're looking for information on vacationing and lodging here in the Hayward Lakes area, check out the Hayward Lakes Visitor and Convention Bureau website at haywardlakes.com. Thanks for listening, folks. We're out of time, and we'll be back again next week with another interesting show for
2: you. Listen with me, I'm going to take you there too our Wisconsin Outdoors, our Wisconsin Outdoors.
0: This program has been produced and hosted entirely by Wisconsin Northland Outdoor
1: Communications. Any and all views expressed are not necessarily those of the station.